0: Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Looking at Cyberforce number one, Mark Silvestri's inaugural Image Comics title from that first wave, the original seven and then six uh, creators launching their first books. And this is coming off of Wolverine, a run on Wolverine, and before that, of course, Uncanny X-Men. And I liked Silvestri at this
1: time, one of my favorite cartoonists. That run on Wolverine, some issues bi-weekly Two yes. two issues per month with Dan Green on inks and he was drawing at such a rapid clip. Dan Green's inking was super kinetic on his uh in on his work. You had RCD, you had Clone Cyborg Wolverine. I think Larry Hama was on the script yes. at that moment. Dude. All of this
0: is true, Ed. So Keep good. Going.
1: I love it. <laughs> I had the figures, you know, like I had the action figures of all that shit, dude. I was super into it.
0: Yeah, me too. And, you know, I would read every interview I could find. Amazing Heroes had a big spotlight on the image guys. Like, I was eating that up. And all those dudes pretty much, like, bowed down to Silvestri's draftsmanship. Like, he was the guy that they gave credit for. Uh, Silvestri, you'll see Scott Williams here on the inks on the cover. I think Silvestri does the the inside art himself. But uh, the Silvestri-Williams cover, and I think Williams does some subsequent issues... He's in. uh, He's sharing studio with Jim Lee around this time. Yes, so I think you see some of that influence of the uh, of the of the Jim Lee Scott Williams, you know, ink cross hatching pen inking invade or influence uh, Mark Silvestri at this time.
1: Super big time, and and it and it shows you like like yeah, he could draw, man. Uh, But but uh, money is the motivator. Uh, at this era and he talks about like I was I was gonna you know be getting out of comics blah blah blah. Um he, he, like dumb down for your audience, double your dollars is what is the Jay-Z line. And that's that's what Mark Silvestri did. You know, he he can draw good drapery. Go take a look at his Conans when he's doing like a Busema riff and stuff. Like he knows where every muscle goes but that's not what the kids are buying and he's gonna give them what they want. Uh Ripclaw is the is the breakout seller uh, that makes anybody pay any attention to, to Cyber Force.
0: Yeah, of course. And all these teams had a Wolverine, Yeah, of course. But uh, Image Comics number zero, man, this takes me back. I sent in my coupons for that thing, and then it was like years before, uh, before you actually got one. Jimmy, the checklist of the, the comics that this was in, the seven comics you needed to buy
1: to had, get had, a zero. Had every comic, right? But I've never, even like the G.I. Joe flag points, man... I had enough flag points to get William Refrigerator Perry, but I just never got my shit together enough to like ask my mom to like, you know, put together shipping and handling fees and envelopes and all that stuff before the due date.
0: Well, I I was obsessed. I had to have it.
1: Yeah, sure. I'm See that's that's
0: my maturity. I was a couple years older than you, and it was like I can get, I can do it. Yeah, I can figure this out. The, I can navigate the postal system. The
1: fact that you even were able to like hold off and not go to Kmart to buy some fresh comics and and save that money and like order through mail order like the comics that you actually wanted like that speaks to your maturity compared to me as well. All right, we open and uh, we have you know one of the Cy- future Cyber Force
0: members, the youngest one. That way we can identify with her, right? She's on the run from. Uh, some unnamed threat. The cops, C-O-P-S. And we know it because they have their walkie-talkie borders around their uh, their word balloons. And I think this is Marlo from Wildcats, I think is who that's supposed to be there in the
1: alley. They're doing their, their little uh, crossover gimmicks, man. What's this chick's name? Velocity. Velocity, right, she's a runner. Yes. <laughs> and that's what Cyberforce is, right? Like, like uh, what, whatever you have that you excel at, we're gonna um, amp you up through mechanical means with to 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 those kind of strengths. Yeah, and it comes out
0: of like a military development kind of idea, you know, or, or or where they would want to apply this technology. And of course Cyber Force is kind of the escape group from there. And we see our Wolverine, I mean Ripclaw <laughs> uh, you know, tracking all of this and tracking that these bad guys are chasing after this girl through the city and you can see Silvestri just laying it on. You know, thick, uh, thick, thick rendering, a lot of uh, hatching on that face. He
1: never drew like that until this era. You know, sharing that space with uh, Jim Lee, like, he never drew this kind of shit.
0: Yeah, I think you can see that Wildstorm style coming, starting to come through on there and you know I'm still on board at this point like I was drinking that, that Kool-Aid and I wanted this to be the best book and so I'm still good with this like this is still impressing me at the time but it breaks my heart as he moves in that direction and I think that the split happens after Cyberforce 3 yeah. because there's some cartoony characters in that and I wish he would have gone in that cartoony direction more but I guess it's worked out well for him this spread's pretty impressive Oh yeah, the perspective in the background and everything I loved it And cut back to some of these uh the other cyber forcers, because that's what you do in an issue one, right? Heat wave, I think, is this dude, and then uh striker, your leader with the multiple arms. He's hiding out in the shadows, protecting this mutant. I mean this is X-Men subplots.
1: It's always good to have a... Sp- Even their
0: airplane is like the
1: X-Men totally. airplane. You gotta have your Spike Witwicky character. That's, that's a good... See, this is a four-quadrant comic, Jimmy. Of course. <laughs> I don't quite know how we're gonna get Grandma involved, but <laughs> but uh, you know, this is our little kid character. She's the purse strings that buys this thing, right? <laughs> that's that's how, right.
0: how you bring her into the mix. And a pretty good shot there for Stryker, you know, making the save whenever somebody attempts Uh, an assassination. If you love comics and want to support cartoonist kayfabe, buy our books. Red Room, the anti-social network collects Ed's first four issues of the modern outlaw comic, Red Room, Murder on the Dark Web for fun and profit. This is available now wherever books are sold, including your local comic book shop. You can request it if it's not already on their shelf. Four great issues of comics and art and a lot of great back matter, including this first written draft of Red Room, some notes from Ed on the making of this book. Starting in March, trigger warnings. The second season of Red Room will begin, and this is the cover to look for whenever you go to your local comic shop in March looking for Red Room. If you haven't already had that added to your subscription box, look for this cover on the shelves March 9th. These are the variants that are available for Red Room, a second variant here by Ed Piscor. Peach Momoko, The Cottage Industry, and my homage to Robert Crumb's Zap Comics. These will all be available at your better comic book shops starting in March, and if you can't wait until March, you can join Ed on Patreon to read Red Broom Comics ahead of time, dropping every Tuesday. Three bucks gets you the archive there, and that link is in the link tree below this video. My next comics project, Hulk Grand Design Monster, will be hitting comic shops in March. This is what I did for Lockdown, Ed. I locked myself in a room for a year with 500 issues of The Incredible Hulk, and I distilled the Hulk's story, the first 40 years of the Hulk, into two standalone issues, Hulk Grand Design Monster, Hulk Grand Design Madness. These will be coming out in March and April 2022. Tell your local comic shops you want a copy to pre-order a copy for you to put it in your pool box. And uh, issue number one, Monster, has some great variants, including this gem from Ed. Peach Momoko doing her take on She-Hulk, and Marcos Martin with the classic Hulk transformation from Meek Bruce Banner into the Incredible Hulk there. These are not retailer incentives, which means if you like one of these covers better than my cover, tell your local comic shop that you want it, and they can pull that for you at no extra price, but you gotta let them know ahead of time, so let those comic shop knows what you want for Hulk Grand Design right now. And now back to our regular scheduled program. Um, I like this kind of asymmetrical design, these characters that had four arms, have three of them on one side. I was all right
1: with that. Yeah, I guess maybe the way they amp him up cybernetically is he's so good with his right arm. Let's give him three right arms. Yeah. It's and such
0: an impossible thing to be able to draw too. Like totally. it's so hard to make that Where do balance that look right. Where do you put those, yeah.
1: like those subsequent shoulders?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of angles that you just can't show. sideblade These are just, I mean, it's its so blatant the way these things just pull from X-Men. Yeah. You can tell where these different artists, like what their previous books were. And I guess that's smart if you're making a commercial book, you know? This feels very, like this could have been out of your Wolverine, especially that hand from that, uh, that run, that time period. Yeah. And of course, Silvestri, known for drawing beautiful women. So shining here with his witch blade, or you know, eventually going on to witch blade, but shining here with with uh, side blade. Yeah, side blade. The, is the blade works. The girls uh, <laughs> trying, getting these pieces, arranging the right combination of these pieces. Ed, I'm about to have a stroke. Uh, what's this big guy's name? Because I forget. What is his name? Impact. Yeah, it's it. Impact. You know it because work it into the dialogue. Got to. The
1: generic big guy was always lame, but look kind of cool even lamer with like a jerry cruel like <laughs> mullet you know looking like uh i guess uh what's his face man um little richard had that exact hair haircut right then it's probably that's probably who sylvester's channeling there i can't imagine who else thinking of diana ross at least we get into
0: the action right away how about that for your centerfold spread in your image comic launch? yeah
1: super fucking boring
0: the distinguished competition. Yeah,
1: it is funny how Image Comics becomes number number three like very quickly. Maybe even around this era, they were already the number three comic book company. Yeah, it didn't take long. A few a few late books, and you had enough titles
0: to get into that market share. It's such a, a classic. Like, okay, this is your Ripclaw spread. You could roll this right into your meeting uh, in Burbank <laughs> and just just put that on the on the uh, in front of the group. The execs. That's a fun panel. I like the sound effect lettering behind there. Pretty simple.
1: Gotta have your anchor, anchor
0: images every page. Here's, here's our... Uh, it feels that way. There's a figure on every one of these pages, you know, of just, think of that original page, that original art.
1: As, as a kid, here's the value of that stuff, man, is like, a part of my buying dollar went to comics that would have, like, when you're copying figures as a little kid, you don't want to draw something where it's like cropped off at the waist, like in your little sketchbook, you want to draw a full figure. So like you would draw, this would be the one you would draw from this page. This would be the one you would draw from that page. And my buying dollar kind of like worked that way a little bit. I, I, I didn't think of terms of like anchors or the money that they would make from the original. It was like, I need as many like full bodies cause I'm trying to learn how to draw comics, you know, and, and you start off by copying. So that was important to me.
0: By the way, Velocity's not helping herself with that large facial tattoo. I know,
1: right? Like, good uh, luck blending in. Yeah, <laughs> just like it's preposterous is hearing about Takashi Six Nine might have to enter the witness protection program with a big Six Nine tattooed on his eye. Good luck.
0: Yeah, that seems like a challenge. Cyber Data, the the bad guys here, backing off now as we have multiple giant, like spaceship size airplanes rolling in into, I don't know, Hell's Kitchen or something. But uh, nevertheless, things have gotten too big and uh, she has to sign off with cyber data we'll be looking for.
1: Great atmospheric drawing there. Not easy to do. And he would use these kind of lines like on his famous X-Men cover where they're all kind of like flying and Mm -hmm. New York City's in the background. Like it would be these kind of French curved clouds with speed lines and like flowing wind. You know, uh, chemtrails. Mm You know what's funny? Looking at this character, I forget what her name is, Um,
0: and I don't see it listed there in the dialogue, but this is kind of your big heavy, you know, like the top of the food chain for the bad guys. This, like, headdress reminds me of a Kirby 70s design. yeah. Interpreted through Silvestri's drawing and rendering, you can kind of see it, like, wrap around, but, I mean, like, some of those marks feel like a design that you would see in a a forever... uh, That's a good call. It's kind of neat. Makes yeah. me wonder what he would do with like Eternals or some, characters of that sort.
1: She really pops, you know, she really pops on these pages. Uh oh, we got, Jim, we, we need pathos. Yes. We need pathos for uh for velo- for velocity. Pre-facial tattoo. This is why you end up getting a facial tattoo. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, this guy
0: living up to his shirt. You dig? <laughs> you know what? I love it though. Like you see the the scratchy borders for the panels so that we know it's flashback and something's going on. The mother's face in shadows
1: is kind of a nice touch. Yeah, too much. Frank Castle. See, this is <laughs> it's Frank Castle when his family was alive. <laughs> See, he was touched from his Vietnam experience, and he brought it, brought it back to uh, the domicile.
0: By the way, uh, Eric Silvestri earning his, his stripes in the scripting department with, uh, I get real tired running after you, Velocity.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and wake up in the present, where is she? Cyberforce headquarters. And our reporter from McFarlane Spawn. Again, the
1: Image f- Comics reporter? Maybe- fun to
0: see these little notes, right? Like early days of image. What does that look like? Is there a shared universe? How does this all function? And you kind of see them working it out on the pages. Because in hindsight, like it's not much time before they leave Marvel and start books start being available. True. So I think they were uh, laying that track as they were going along in a lot of cases. But giving her the rundown, showing her around
1: and of course, four quadrant baby. We can't have uh, yes, cyborg yeah. cat. I yeah. think th- I think that's the cat that McFarland drew. By the way, you might be right.
0: Whenever he was showing the world, he could draw cues. Yes. <laughs> um, and of course, no no uh, peace. This is a, an image comic, so their headquarters gets blown up promptly after she gets a two page tour guess who's back? Oh, dude. Cyber Data with the full team. I like this character design, Real and big. I like this one a lot with those big giant buzz saw arms. Very ominous. This one is... I miss him almost every time I look at this. don't even realize that's part of the team. It feels like that's the side of the building blowing open. <laughs> so that's your issue one. Not too much there. They barely establish anything. Is this a two-page spread cover, a wraparound cover? But I do like the idea that these are like mutants that are augmented basically by a uh, like a defense, you know, military industrial complex. Is yes. What You see being applied there or grafted onto the mutant part. And I kind of like that that concept. I think that's a good idea for for what image is doing and what everybody's bringing to it. It's kind of cool. You have your young blood celebrities in front of cameras, above the board kind of government people. And now this is almost like your your special forces in a world with superpowers augment those
1: superpowers and put them to work. Yeah, so you're saying that Eric Silvestri is uh, doing um, political subtexts uh, and (laughs) and foretells the creation of organizations like Blackwater using Cyberforce as a cipher to explore those ideas? That's right. (laughs) You summed that up perfectly, Ed. Jim, we better get out of here. (laughs) K favors like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, and we'll notify you when new vids are available. What is out there, Jimmy? Hulk Grand Design Monster coming in March to your local comic
0: shops, but you need to pre-order. Let your local comic shop know you want Hulk Grand Design Monster now. Four different covers. Uh, pick the one you want. Those are not retailer incentives, so I recommend the Ed Piscor cover, but uh, get all four. Why not? And you can join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug to see how I put together Hulk Grand Design, to see some of the original art and behind the scenes process behind that.
1: them all like pokemon uh red room the anti-social network is the trade paperback in stores today that collects the 2021 season of red room comics Uh, red room trigger warnings issue number one is going to begin the next season of red room comics going to come out uh, march 9th monthly basis every issue completely self-contained murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game in red room comics Uh, you could read those comics on my patreon over 200 pages worth of comics material up there as we speak. I put out new pages every Tuesday and uh, three bucks sketch of the archive there. Jimmy and I have uh, respective link trees in the, the description below this video where you can get to all of our stuff. Uh, what else do we have out there Jim? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kfab e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist
0: Kfab t-shirts and merchandise and Ed I mentioned uh, what would the Eternals look like. Feels like this guy's headdress would fit right in there as well.
1: Looks good to me, man. Not too far away from that kind of stuff, man. Give those guys some marching orders. We're gonna be on our way and read some eternal comics. (laughs) Read more comics.